Welcome to this episode of Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. On this episode, join Tracy and Shelley as they catch up about what they've read so far in 2022. Listen as they try to remember their reading goals for the year and what they have loved the most so far. They will discuss some classics and some to-be-released titles, so stay tuned. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Stacks and Stories. I'm Tracy. Hello, I'm Shelley. And earlier this year, we recorded an episode about our reading goals and what we were going to do. And honestly, all of our hopes and dreams (laughs) for the year. (laughs) I don't remember what my reading goals were. So this is supposed to be a check-in, but... I, I don't remember what they are. I don't remember what your goals were I, either. I mean, I remember yours. I remember mine. Um, but uh, I don't remember. I don't know if I did. I Did I'm, I just sit there quietly? No, no. I don't know. sit there quietly. I'm sure you had some. I have no idea. I have no I, idea. I really don't. I don't. None whatsoever. So, so I'm You just can gonna, talk about whatever you want to talk that's, about. That's exactly what yeah. I plan to do. Okay. Could I have listened to that other episode I could have but I didn't well we're all busy yeah well I thought it would actually be I don't know if I couldn't remember I super doubt that anyone listening was like oh I'm on the edge of my seat how's it going (laughs) so I am just going to talk about the best books I've read so far this year yeah so that sounds good how did you prepare for this okay well I did remember um three of my goals Mm -hmm. One was I was going to reread Beach Music by yes. Pat Conroy. Yes, I remember because that. Because I read it when I was younger, and it was very impactful to me then, and I wanted to see how it would um, how it would suit me as an older person. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to start the Wizard of Oz series, which is 15 books. And also... I've always read a lot of books each mm-hmm. year, and I wanted to concentrate on quality over quantity. Oh, okay. And I remember I, I made some statement about I may not even make a Goodreads goal. I did make a goal, but I'm not dwelling on that goal. That's good. I don't really care. Yeah. In fact, I don't even know what number I'm at. Mm-hmm. So I have stuck with that. Good. So I want to talk about Wizard of Oz, Beach Music, and then a couple of quality books. Oh, well, it sounds great. Well, since you brought it up, let's start Let's start with you and talk about beach music. Okay, so beach music was this long, long, well, to me, it was. it's a big book. It's like 500 pages by Pat Conroy that when I was 18 or 19, I had this copy and it was all underlined and I just was really drawn to it. And I ran across a copy at a library in their book sale. So I bought it and I was like, oh, I don't don't remember why I love this book so much, but it really meant something to me. So I thought as a lady in her 40s, I'm going to read it and see what it means to me now. Right. So I did not finish it. (laughs) Um, Spoiler alert. I did not even read very much of it because I realized very quickly 
why 18 year old Shelley loved this book. Mm -hmm. There is a, and I'm not going to give much away to, uh, about the book, there is a huge tragedy in this family mm -hmm. that I also experienced uh, in my life. Yes. And that's why I loved you it. You know, sometimes a book is mm -hmm. right for that moment yeah. and it yeah. no longer applies so, or yeah. is as, uh, you know, impactful mm -hmm. at that moment. So for that season in my life, young Shelley needed this book mm -hmm. and and that's probably why I was underlining and it, was, it it's a very sad book but it really was what I needed at the time 49 year old Shelley does not need that <laughs> right. she uh, she's like I'm gonna close this book now. yeah I don't need that sorrow and so I read let's see, I read about four or five chapters before I was like okay I, I get it. I get why I loved it. And it, it it's a great book, and I'm going to read something else. You know, as librarians, we talk a lot about, like, representation in books mm -hmm. and, and mostly in the context of race or yeah. gender mm -hmm. or whatever. Sexuality. But sexuality, mm -hmm. but the situational. Yeah. We don't talk about that. Right. And for this particular topic, there wasn't a lot that I could find myself in my family represented. So right. that's and you need why it, it was to be fiction mm -hmm. because yeah, I need to be fiction. you don't want to read a book about like your tragedy no. explained. That's not. Yeah, that that's would not, not have and that's too head on. Yeah, that Seeing would not it have in helped the context me. of another family no. going through it yeah. is helpful because yeah. you can interpret the parts that you can relate mm. to. So So I do love Pat Conroy and I'm glad he wrote this book. And I'm glad that I had it at a time when I needed it, mm -hmm. and I don't need it anymore. Well, so that's there. You go. Okay. Tell me about one of your great books you've read this year. Okay, I'm going to start with "Passing" by Nella Larson. This is, was published in 1929. This is a novel, you know, during the Harlem Renaissance, basically. It's also it was made into a movie last year. I always like to shout out the movie. I um, think I've seen the movie. I have not, but it's apparently, it's a Netflix movie. So, yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, I have seen it. Yeah. So it's about these two childhood friends who happen to reunite, and one of them is passing for white. And her name is Claire. You know, Claire means clear. Anyway, that's just an interesting name choice there. So Claire, though, happens, she's not just married to a white guy and passing for white, but he's real racist. I remember that from the movie. Yeah. Um, He's a real jerk. He is. And his pet name for her is a racial slur. And so when her childhood friend and then this other friend, they, they are at her house for, you know, tea or coffee or whatever one day. And she thought her husband wasn't going to be home. And he walks in and he starts calling her by this name. The other two ladies are like, oh, oh okay. Because they're all light skinned. And so he doesn't realize that her friends... He's not picking up He's not. That. He is not getting it. And he's like just, you know, yucking it up, making his little jokes. Anyway, clearly, this is not a good situation. The book really takes like this this topic, but then there's all this other stuff going on. Like it's, it's a book about like jealousy and like uh, marital problems. Like obviously like the race and class stuff is huge but there's all this stuff about jealousy there's like a twist horrible ending that i did not see coming 
I remember the movie ended in a very sad way. Yes. It en- and it, it seems to, I, I didn't really want or expect a resolution, but it is, I don't know, should I just spoil it? It came out in 1929. Well, Can you spoil gonna, a book that's well, been out for 100 and years? And you know what? It's funny you say that because I was getting ready to ask you when this book was published. Yeah. It's, it's been out for almost 100 years. Okay, well, then spoil okay. away. Gosh. Well, there's this whole subplot where, I can't remember what the main character's name is, who's, uh, but Claire is her friend, mm-hmm. right? She thinks Claire's having an affair with her husband, which she probably is. But Claire starts hanging out with the narrator and her black friends and is, like, getting more and more, you know, in, re-involved in the black community, which, you know, leads to her husband finding out and all of this stuff. And then she, I can't remember now if she jumps or just falls out of a window at the the, end and dies. In the movie, they don't make it clear either. It's like she's hanging out, smoking. Yeah. And then next thing you know, she falls, she's out the window, lying in the snow. It is not the same. Do you remember that episode of Sex in the City where that there, there's the party and there's like this wild party girl is like, hey, yes, everyone. She, and then she yes, just like topples out. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This, it's do. not like that. But it it did remind me of like, yes. oh, okay. There, what, uh, uh, anyway. So the, the book references at one point the Rhinelander case, which I didn't know about, but it's a, a, a case in the 20s where a white man and a black woman had gotten married and then the white man sued his wife for an annulment and fraud because he said she misrepresented herself she's black and she didn't tell me and she actually won because she was like i never said anything and i think it's pretty obvious but there was all this humiliation involved like their love letters were read aloud in court and this part is really terrible she had to show the jury in the judge's chambers like parts of her body say what she had to like disrobe to show the color of her skin oh my god when did this happen this was also in the 20 well oh. it was before 1929 anyway because i'm not surprised but uh you know it would have been something that her readers would know about because it was hideous. isn't that awful yeah it is well it was it was a great and you know i love a little book it's really kind of a novella I want to read it. It it was really good. And the new version has a introduction by Britt Bennett, who wrote The Vanishing Half. Oh, you know I love that book. I know you do. And I will read it one day. But I just I haven't gotten there yet. You should. So anyway, that's passing by Nella Larson. Highly recommended. Sorry for the spoiler at the end. Are you gonna watch the movie? I might. The movie is in like sepia toned. Hmm. Like, it's not black and white. It's that, like, brown and brownish white. Do you think it's white. on purpose? Yeah, totally. I mean, I mean, not obviously. It's not like they were like, well, we're no. out of film. Let's do I don't. I, I mean, like, that in-between mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I, kind of, I, like, I totally, can't exactly tell. I totally think okay. that's true. Yeah, I think that. I watched it, like, six months ago or something. Yeah. It's a really good movie. Okay. Yeah. I'll but check it out. You, you know the ending. Yeah. But the actors that play the two women do a fantastic job. Good. So... I would like to say that. Okay, so The Wizard of Oz, let's talk about that. Okay, Okay, so there are 15 books. I never said I was going to read all 15 books this year. I don't know. I don't know. Have you re-listened to that? 
to the podcast? Um, no, I did not. It's come. possible. I you not. swore on a, 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 a holy <laughs> oath. I did not. You were going to read the. I'm not going to go back and listen. Okay. To it. Okay. Here's the recap of what happened. <laughs> I read the first book, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. And did Oz. you love it? I did. I loved it. It was great. It's nothing like the movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so weird and interesting and delightful. Like, I remember this one thing from the book is like when Dorothy and her friends get to the Emerald City, mm-hmm. the reason why everyone that lives in the Emerald City, they why they think it's the Emerald City is because before you can enter the Emerald City, you have to wear these goggles that are locked onto your head because they're, the goggles have green shades on them. So oh. you think everything looks emerald and it's everything's just regular. That is hilarious. Yes. So when you get there, you don't like get a makeover like uh, Dorothy and her friends. No, um, no, no. You don't. I love that song. I know. You don't. The makeover song. And you her don't hair get, is so like, cute. Beautiful, after, bouncy yeah, hair. Yeah. The, no. Those little curls. No. Very cute. And it's a very short book. You know, it's a middle grade reader Mm -hmm. I very much enjoyed it so right after I finished it I went on to the second book Mm -hmm. The Marvelous Land of Oz it's a story about this guy that's made into a pumpkin like he's created into a pumpkin Mm -hmm. that's I'm just I'm trying to remember because it's been a while (laughs) and I only made it about a third of the way not because I didn't like it just because I got distracted by other books, mm-hmm. and that's it's it's been around. It'll be there when you need it. I have the whole series to return remember, to the pumpkin I've, man. I've yes. got the whole collection. Yeah. I remember I got that great deal. Yes. So that's as far as I've made it. I loved the first one, mm-hmm. and then the second one is interesting, and I might go back to it. Well, that they, sounds. And I don't feel bad that I'm not halfway through. You know, yeah. I will not feel bad about my all, book choices. It's a self, self-imposed goal. Exactly. And uh, no one's going to die if no. you don't read them all. And, and no. if they were going to die, you could read them all in one day if you I had really to. I really could. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're like if there was some horrible fit situation. They're like 100 pages, yeah. if that. A weekend, yeah. knock them all out. And yeah. then the the fate of the earth could continue yes. uh, on its path. So, So that's... That's where I am. I'm at on that goal of mine. Okay. And I feel okay about it. I, I do too. You read one. But can I talk about another one? Sure. In the vein mm-hmm. of The Wizard of Oz. And it is one that I'm going to call it my qu- quality over quantity. Ah. And it's called Scarecrow Has a Gun. And yes, the title does come from the scarecrow in the wizard of oz okay so you could technically kind of i don't know put that in the wizard of oz category yes yes it's you a can. loophole this book comes out in august it hasn't come out yet but you're always on it's the cutting come, edge i know and and get this i read it many months ago it comes out august 2nd but the book is about how just how accurate are our memories. Ooh, that's one of my favorite topics. Yes. It's it's a science fiction book though, oh, Tracy. Boo. 
Never mind. I know. So (laughs) it's about this guy, and his wife has passed away, and he's remarried, and he gets, um, there's a whole convoluted story, and he gets this black box from his boss Mm. because he's, like, won this prize. And when he watches this box and it has, like, a television in it, he gets to watch all his memories unfiltered because it turns out most of our memories are not as they happened. Mm -hmm. We change them. We soften them. We make them what we want them to have happened. And I think scientifically, every time you remember something, it changes Mm -hmm. because the experience of remembering then becomes the new memory. Exactly. Very good. So as he watches this black box, he gets addicted to the black box. Mm. And all he wants to do is watch the black box. You know what? I can't blame him. It would be hard to resist. But some of the memories are horrible and horrifying. And the memories of how his wife died are not what he thought he remembered. Uh So then he doesn't want to be anywhere near the black box anymore. So it's just made me think a lot about the memories in my own life and, you know, makes you question everything that you think you know Mm -hmm. about your past. Is it really? Is that really how it happened? Probably not. So the title... Scarecrow Has a Gun comes from The Wizard of Oz because in The Wizard of Oz there's a scene in the movie where the scarecrow has a gun and pulls out a gun. I don't remember this. A lot of people don't. When is it? Okay, it is when Dorothy and the scarecrow and the lion and the tin man, is that all of them? Mm -hmm. Okay, (laughs) how many are there? When they are told to go and they have to kill Mm -hmm. the wicked witch of the west Mm -hmm. there's a scene where they're creeping through the the forest Mm -hmm. and next thing you know the scarecrow pulls out a pistol interesting no one expects that yeah but and no one very few people have a memory of that but so after i read this book i had to go and Mm -hmm. I actually watched the whole movie just because I love it. But, yes, he does. He pulls out a gun. And who would expect that to happen? I think that sometimes when things don't make sense, our brains just dismiss them. Yes. They're like, "Mm, doesn't compute. And this is going to be a tangent. But several years ago, we, we had this training from this woman who did she it was something to do with art and memory and detail and she did this training for the fbi and other law enforcement groups and so in the training you have a partner and the partner's looking at you and you're looking at this image mm-hmm. on the wall and when you see it it's weird and you have to try to describe it to your person and they draw it i have done this i have done this I think here at work we've done this before. Well, we, if you were at that training, that symposium. I in, was. Uh, I don't know. We were 2000, at yeah, at Embassy, Embassy Suites. Yeah. Yes, that was fascinating. So in one of the images, it's there's a giant chair. And when I say giant, I mean as big as a bridge, mm-hmm. over a bridge. And as the people are describing it, 
anyway, when it was all done, you know, the, the people, the ones who were being described too, they turn around and they're like, well, you didn't say there was a giant chair. And so many people didn't mention the chair because it made no sense to them. And uh, so they left it out. Uh-huh. It just, she, they were just like, how do I describe this? Well, I can't. I'll just, I'll just not. So think about when you are a witness to a crime or mm-hmm. whatever. It, it's possible that the most important detail is the one that doesn't make sense to you and that you and have you dismissed. don't mention it. Isn't that crazy? That is I crazy. Love that. I love that. And that makes perfect sense. It does. Especially when, I love it when there's an activity and the thing that all the people are supposed to do, they actually do it. Like, what a success that they were like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Okay. There's a big bridge with five cars on it. So they're really super specific about all the things that do make sense. But then <laughs> there's a giant chair. So anyway, this book, Scarecrow Has a Gun, I not only just loved the plot of the book, but I also just loved how it truly made me reconsider my own memories and that I've probably changed them and made them nice and, you know, softened the edges and that's, as we all have. Well, that's what your brain does to protect you. Yes. If like all these yes. horrible things were fresh it's in the front of your mechanism. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great book and it comes out in August and I hope you all seek it out. Now see, that seems like a science fiction light. So I might. It is science fiction okay. light. Yeah. I like, yeah. I like a time travel book if it makes sense. You know, like the rules of time travel have to be laid out and not change halfway through. I think through. this is a Tracy Carr science fiction. Book. Okay, then so. then that I, I might <laughs> I might read it then. What you got? Well, the next one that I absolutely loved is Killers of the Flower Moon: The mm-hmm. Osage Murders and the Birth of the FBI. That was from our book club. Yes, by David Gran. So this is it's a historical book it's true crime but it kind of reads like a novel and I don't mean like she brushed her beautiful hair it wasn't like that it's just that the way it's like the pacing the pacing of Mm -hmm. it and the way we discover things is sort of as the main characters discover them as well so it's about uh, in the 1920s the Osage Indian Nation which I can't remember now where they had been driven out of but they were given basically like the worst area in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Like it was, uh, you couldn't grow anything Here's on it. Here's this dry patch of land exactly. with dirt and soil that grows nothing. Enjoy this hilly, rocky place. Yeah. But it turns out that there was oil there. And so the oil deposits on the land made that area, made the Osage Indians the richest people per capita in the world wow so how do you think white people reacted to Um, we gave you this crummy land and now you're millionaires they probably wanted them off that land they They probably wanted to take it away from they did but they couldn't because of various federal things in in place wanted to kill them they did they began to be killed off systematically and uh, so part of uh, like the the level of injustices is too long to even uh, tell you about in this moment. But one of the main ones is that I can't remember if it was all women or if men were of this this category. But many, many, many of these Indians who were who had this land, 
they were appointed guardians who were always white who would control their money. So you could be a mega millionaire and you have to submit a list of like, can I buy pantyhose today? And then the guardian would be like, no, you already have some. So that is so wrong. It is so wrong. And so, of course, do you think the guardians didn't pay themselves? Um, uh, yeah. You know, I bet they had all kinds of pantyhose. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they had a whole pantyhose factory. <laughs> So part of the thing is that the the way that the you know the treaty or whatever mm. was written that the the land couldn't be transferred to to anyone. It could only be transferred through inheritance. Okay. Okay. So let's say you're an evil evil white man in this time. How are you going to oh, get some stuff uh, inherited to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to marry yeah. some Osage Indian woman, mm-hmm. and then you're going to have her killed or kill her directly or whatever. Are you going to marry her by her choice? Yes. Oh, You're okay. going to court her and oh, marry okay. her, well, and so she is going to trust and love you. And then you're going And then you're to... going to betray her after you okay, have children with her. that's even worse. Yeah. So the story is, is really, I mean, it's about all of it, but it really cent- centers around one family. And so this woman named Molly is married to this man. Molly is uh, an Osage Indian, and she's married to Ernest Burkhart. And her her mother has been very sick. One sister has died of a mystery illness. So as the when the sister dies, her stuff goes to the mother. The mother dies, her stuff goes to Molly. Another sister's house gets blown up. It is killed. All of her stuff goes to Molly, too. So this systematic, like, we'll kill off all your family, so you are the sole owner of all of this property, and you're married to Ernest, and you're next, basically. I wonder if you know you're next. I wonder if you have this impending feeling well, of doom. Well, Molly, I don't know. So if you haven't read it... Um, I have I, not read it, but because I did not read it for that for that particular book club because mm-hmm. I'm a loser no you know but what? it is there's no um, I'm not reading the one for this time <laughs> I'm going to listen to the audiobook it's a great audio it, it's it's going to be, be my next audiobook it um is you have you sold me you sold me on it I didn't expect to I thought like okay I'll give it a little bit yeah but it's one of those that I listen to the audiobook but pick up one of our book club copies yeah it's got the photographs it has photos in it mm-hmm. and you're going to want to look at yeah. the faces of Ernest I'm not going to give away anything else okay. but like knowing those facts okay. is enough plus there's a movie coming there's out there's a movie coming out mm-hmm. in November it's a Martin Scorsese movie uh, what's his name? Leonardo DiCaprio is in it. Jesse Plemons. I love Jesse Plemons. Um, I just love him. I think is it Robert De Niro that's in it? Or it, uh, anyway, those are some big names. It's big, so names. you know it's going to be really it's gonna good. It's going to be really good. But Leonardo plays Ernest. So and just Ernest is the bad guy. Ernest is the husband, Molly's husband. Okay, yeah. So he's good at playing really bad people. Duplicitous. Yeah. Yes, that's a that's a much better word. So. Yes. Anyway, it, it was great. I have sung its praises. I gave it to my dad for his birthday. Wow. Um, Look at you. I, uh, I really, really loved it. And I read it in like two days. And that, that doesn't always, You've you have know. talked to me about this twice now. I remember the last time it was right before book club, and you were like, you, you'd really like it. You really should listen mm-hmm. to audio. And, and, and I did not. Well, um, again, there is no shame. I know. It's kind of like me with the vanishing half. I've tried to sell that to and you. And you know what? And, I'll read you know, it. It's, it's that... I know you just have to find the right time. I know it's going you know? to make me uncomfortable, 
And I so I've read I read several chapters of it, and then I was like, oh no, I'm getting nervous. Didn't you also try the audio version? You didn't like the narrator. I didn't like the I didn't like the there was like a, a pacing, mm-hmm. like a or a cadence or something. Somehow, I didn't. You know what? Audiobooks sometimes they're a good fit. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's just something about certain ones. There's like, nope, I could not listen to yep. eight hours nope, of this. No way. Nope. And not but again, work. I I liked Britt Bennett's first book, mm-hmm. and I I will read it. Yeah. So and you know I did not like the first one. Yeah. So anyway, books are very personal. So what um, what have what else have you well, read? Well, one of my fa- other favorite books I've read this year yeah. is because of you. <gasps> Elvis Presley Alive. Aha. Uh-huh. We talked about this in our food podcast mm-hmm. and you sold that to me. Uh, the just, way I dramatically read the part about you the read hamburger. The part about the hamburger and the icy coke and um so I borrowed your copy. It's it's a small book that fits on your purse. Always a favorite. Um, yeah. And so I read it over a weekend because it is so small. Mm-hmm. But, just, okay, so I've always liked Elvis. I'm not from Mississippi. So there's no, I'm not like drawn to him because, of, you know, this mm-hmm. area. I just always thought he was, a, you know, wacky guy. You know, I mean, it's just, and I've been to Graceland a couple Mm -hmm. times and, but what I really like about this book is unlike the other books that I've, I haven't read a whole lot, but you know, I, you know, looked at some books. I believe you have uh, referred to the (laughs) Priscilla Presley book before. Well, now, Priscilla Presley book, yeah, I've read that. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing, but this book is really about Elvis Presley the person Mm -hmm. not elvis the institution the institution and i just felt like i got to know him as a human Mm -hmm. i just loved how bobby ann mason spoke about him and his family and just with such humanity you know what i think she does that is unlike I think I think when we talked about it before I said it's not a standard biography. It's not. It's no. that she she interprets. Yes. And she's not saying she's not, exactly she's what she's not happened, analyzing. Right? But she I just don't says say like that, but when you're poor, this is what it would yes. mean for you to do these yes. things. Or this behavior is perhaps because yes. of this and that. And it makes it it's very rich in this little it book. It makes it really you can you can relate. Mm-hmm. There's a part in the book I remember where Elvis is in the army and he's in Germany and he brought his dad to Germany. He brought his grandma Dodger to Germany. And so there's a picture mm-hmm. in the book of him and his dad eating breakfast and Dodger is standing next to them and on the table is a container of pepper of that very popular pepper I can't think McCormick? of McCormick's pepper and she talks about why it's probably not in a pepper shaker because a lot of and I'm generalizing but this is what's said in the book mm-hmm. a lot of southerners like to put a lot of pepper on their like eggs and omelets or what have you their eggs 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 legs and um they like to put a lot of pepper on their eggs mm-hmm. and you you can get more pepper out of that mccormick's container oh. than if you put it in a pepper shaker pepper shaker 
you know what that's and I'm like that that's a level of like analysis yeah that it's just incredible just blue, it just like that's Elvis Presley a human right not Elvis Presley and, this person you don't know and she's coming at it I mean you don't like research pepper you know that because she relates on that well, level. You know? She's from where he grew up. Is she's she? from. Well, I believe so. I, be, I believe it's okay. I, I believe it says so. Do not quote me. I thought she. I knew she was Southern, but I didn't think she was Mississippi. I don't think she's Mississippi, but I believe she's like Memphis, perhaps. Okay. okay. I thought she was Kentucky. Whatever. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll, I, we'll Google I, it I later. Feel, I, I just. I. I anyway. But she definitely had came from the same. I think the same era. Like she, era and economic socioeconomic yes. background, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. So you know, poor, <laughs> poor. <laughs> so there you go. I just just delightful book, and I'm so glad that you brought it up. Well, and I'm so glad you, you enjoyed it. it to me. So it was glad. wonderful. Yeah, well, great. I've saved my favorite for last. For last, I have another. If we have another minute at the end, but I have recently read a book that it's 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 like top 10 ever books like ever in your ever in my life oh like it's it's up there with like the great believers by rebecca mckay you know i love that book i know i know life after life by kate atkinson i think ag you know we'll just i'll just pretend i didn't hear you say that anyway it's up there with those okay okay all right i'm ready it's great circle by maggie shipstead yeah 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 so this is not a little book. You cannot put no. it in your purse unless you, it's a good size someone book. else someone else is carrying your purse for yeah, you. Yeah, it's a it's a unless you have a like a mama purse yeah, or you need a backpack. Like, like or, one of yeah, those with yeah. like padded shoulder things. It's 600 pages. Yeah. So it is not a quick read. It's not a weekend, but it is like layered and interwoven and just incredible. So it's a story of Marion Graves, who is a pilot who was on a, she was trying to fly the north-south pole, that, you know, that that mm-hmm. route, and her plane disappeared in the, I think it's in the 50s, that her plane disappeared. So it's a story of her life. And at the same time, it's a story of this woman named Hadley Baxter, who is a movie star, who is going to play Marion in a movie. So, so you got the dual. So you have time. the dual. It's mostly Marion mm-hmm. and some Hadley, which is a which is how it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a while, I wondered like, what are we even doing with Hadley Baxter? Like, why are we hearing her story? But there is a reason because this book, almost. I mean, obviously, there's tons and tons of details about all of these things, and almost all of them are relevant. Like things that happen on page 400, you're like, oh my God, that that relates to page 50. Like things come back. Like if you're like, huh, that's a weird character. Guess what? You're going to see them again and they're going to be doing something big. Hmm. So it's just so carefully and masterfully done. So Marion and her, uh, she's a twin. She has a twin brother named Jamie. When they are infants, their father... Like the, the father and mother's backstories, we get those too, and they're incredible. But the father is, he's the uh, captain of an uh, ocean liner. Mm-hmm. And there is, and the babies are like four or five months old. There is a fire on this, tri- on this ship. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it's going down. 
Like, there's explosions. Everyone's going to die. And he runs back to his room, and his wife is gone. She had postpartum depression, and so we we assume she was like, this is my chance. Yeah. I'll see y'all later, yeah. and jumps off the side. He gra- is much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't, this isn't dishonorable. Yes, you know, this, yeah, this is yeah. a way to. This is uh, a way to get to, out of here. Exactly. Yeah. So he grabs his babies and he's looking at all the women, like, who can I trust my children to? Because the captain has to sync with the ship. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's part of the yeah, deal, right? It is. But he's looking at all these women and he's like, no, not you, not you. And then he pulls out a gun and he's like, get out of my way. And he, like runs and jumps no he he tosses babies at at into the boat and jumps in the boat himself so it is not illegal to for a captain to save himself you don't like immediately go to jail for it Mm -hmm. but they found something to charge him with he goes to he goes to prison for 15 years wow i did not know that that could be done I don't remember what the charge was, uh-huh. um, but they found some they found charge something just like, to like like negligence, a, like a loophole, like some kind of like oh you didn't check the mm-hmm. boat for whatever, and so his estranged brother Wallace has to raise these babies. I mean, like they were infants; they were not like walking, talking children. Yeah. They were they were babies, and so the twins grow up in Montana, like not in a city really. And they kind of grow up wild. Yeah. Wallace is a, a painter and an alcoholic, so he's kind of like, yeah, I'll feed you and everything, yeah. and uh, have fun today. See you later. He has no idea the things they get up to and mm-hmm. the adventures they have. And but they have a kind of fun childhood. They do. They do. Kind of neglectful. Well, but the, it, the advantage of yeah. that is yeah. that you have this great freedom. Yeah. So you see them as you know as little kids growing up there's a lot of stuff about like the landscape and hunting and whatever would you say this book has too much backstory no. because no. it's very long and you're describing a lot of extra stuff but, but it you're all, saying it all it comes all together comes okay together. All right. it all comes together there's not a piece of it that isn't relevant relevant okay. doesn't inform why people do the things mm-hmm. they do okay so I could go on for 600 more you hours about it. Really I loved, loved it. But when Jamie and Marion are 14, I think. Oh, so the dad gets out of prison, comes and hangs. No, he doesn't. He doesn't even ever see them. He gets in late. He looks at them sleeping and then leaves. Without, why? Uh, he why? Just, why? He just couldn't. He just couldn't do it. Just, he wanted to make sure they were his, basically. So because he could tell by looking at them sleeping. Yes, because they looked just like him. Oh, okay. And then he was like, "Okay, bye." So anyway, around the same time, there is like some kind of airplane show, you know. Okay. And this woman and her husband are pilots, and they're doing the loop-de-loops yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Marion sees that, and it changes her life. And she's like, no, that's what I want to do. I want to be a pilot. I mean, unquestionably. Right, like, right away. So the freedom that she experienced as a child, uh-huh. the wild, you know what? It kind of it builds to that. Like, gotcha. Because it's the closest you can get to like really being free mm-hmm. is being in the sky. So she does, she starts delivering things. She's 14. She somehow buys a car, borrows one or something and starts delivering things. And, but she, her hair is cut short and people think she's a boy. Mm-hmm. So she's able, there's a whole bootlegging thing that yeah. happens. Anyway, every single thing that happens over the course of her life makes sense later. Then, you know, we have this whole other, like you hear about Jamie's life as he grows older and how, what's going on with him and he's also an artist and 
so some of the modern parts where, you know, Hadley is discussing like, oh, I know this about Marianne. And they're like, and she's like, oh, is that a Jamie Graves? And they're like, oh, yes, that's one of his paintings. So you know that he's successful. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So as he's struggling, you know that he's going to be successful enough that in 2017, someone's going to brag about having a Jamie Graves Graves painting. Anyway, it's layered. It's quite an epic story. It is an epic story. It is, you know, a big sweeping novel. Sweeping. It is sweeping is, you know, is the word for it. But, and it took me almost a month to read it. Not because, uh, obviously, I I read a lot and all that. But I got to a point where I did not want it to end. Uh, and that's that always, is that's a good sign. That is that's, that's a great sign. That is basically my like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not ready to say goodbye to Marion mm-hmm. and Jamie and anyway, it was incredible and I loved it. And we have it here. At the and Library we do Commission. have it here, except I am weird. I also I bought this book. Me I don't did. buy a lot of books, but I was really excited about it and I bought it and I tried to read it in the hardcover with the thing on it mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't like reading a hardcover book mm-hmm. that doesn't have a shiny Mylar cover on it, know, right? I know, I know. So. Because it falls off. It falls and off, stuff. and then you're just holding this old cloth bound. I, I don't like it. That's... So we have it here, but it's in a display case. It's behind glass. And it's behind. I'd have to go get the key. I know. And then check it out. So many steps. And so I <laughs> was at a public library where I have a card. And so I Did checked out check their version out? of it. And that's the one I read. And you... And you didn't read the one that you own. Or the one that we have, or the one like, we have five feet from class. here. Yeah. Um, no, I drove to a place and checked out a book and read it. You know, it. I might check out the one we have behind glass. You know, you you can. Or if you want to go to that library, I'm returning it today. So, anyway, I, I loved it. It's my favorite book of the year. Wow. I wrote it down. Yeah. It's, it, it's not... Uh, it's not going to appeal to everyone, yeah. you know, but it's exactly the kind of book that just all the layers of it and the detail and they're not, again, every detail is just important. I just, you know, I, I don't mind a long book and I don't like mind a lot, like a detailed book. What I don't like are books that are long and detailed and it's just extraneous. Right. That's what just I Just like, like descriptions for no reason. Yes. No. That's what makes me angry right actually yeah no every every de- not i mean i'm sure there's a a line a tangent that's uh, okay that, but but i don't want to hear someone's backstory for no reason you don't know why you're learning it well if there's a reason later there, that's but fine i'm going to tell you there's a reason later i will trust you and i don't mind like i i love a good you know Oh wow! I just read a hundred pages about this person's grandma. Okay, cool. Let's move on. I don't mind all that because I, I do. I, but I don't want to hear. If about you read a hundred pages about somebody, well, you I want, want there to be a reason. There will be a reason, and it might not happen right away. That's but okay. You're gonna learn about it. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Do you have any other? No, that's all I have. Okay. That's all the catch-up I had so far. Well, then I'm going to throw in, I'm not going to go into it, but another book I really liked this year so far Mm -hmm. is Agatha of Little Neon by Claire Luchette. I've never heard of it. It's a, well, it's about a nun, and usually I'd be like, well, I'm out. Not super interested. I mean, nuns are great. No offense. But it's about this woman named Agatha who's, she's a 29-year-old nun. She's been a nun for uh, about seven years. She and her sisters run a daycare but the diocese has 
misspent its money and so they can't keep it open so they have to go run a halfway house they know nothing about this things get even worse and she has to go teach geometry at the high school I didn't know nuns were so diverse well in, in their life Agatha, endeavors Agatha is but it's really about it's less about the church uh-huh. and more about her relationship with her sisters with Mother Superior and the church is really a a place to belong and perhaps to escape because you mm. learn what happened to make her seek out that lifestyle. Anyway, it was it was. It How was did good. you come across that book? I'm curious. I actually read. I saw a review of it on Twitter, mm-hmm. and it was like quirky and melancholy, clever. Like, ooh, I like all those words. Yeah. Oh, what? Also, it can fit in my purse. Okay. <laughs> That's even That's better. Even, I mean, I do kind of have a big purse, but still, it's a little book. It's not. You, you don't know? have a big purse. And it has a cool cover. Uh-huh. Like, Little cool. Neon is the name of the halfway house because uh-huh. it's painted, like, bright green. Oh, I like that. So do you have, what? Uh, what is next on your reading agenda? Well, I think it's going to be Killers of the Flower Moon, actually. That's. That's what I'm going to be reading. That, that sounds good. Yeah. Because right now I, I don't have a print book that I'm reading. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for my next print book. Okay. And no, that, it won't be that one because that one's going to be an audio book. It's going to be The Great Circle. Ah. That's going to be my next print book. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. And I'll, I'm probably going to check it out today. Do it. It's in the it's in the display yeah. case by the yeah. mail room have downstairs. To, have to go get that key. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, we will uh, be uh, chatting with y'all later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. We hope you will tune in next time, and we encourage you to visit your local public library often.